Well, I hated that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's up, bitches? This is Sierra. And what's up, bitches? This is Morgan, and this time I know my name. (laughs) And this is Bitches and Murders. Not Bobs and Murders. (laughs) Bobs and Murders. This is a bitch bite. A bitey bitch. A bitchy bite? Biden bitches. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little. Uh, So we're gonna shift gears for a second. Because I know that that last episode was real brutal. So we're gonna talk science today. Science is fun! I'm gonna apologize in advance because I think this is super fascinating. Y'all might not think this is super I'm here to decide if it's interesting. And I'm here to decide if it doesn't make sense to people who don't know things like me. Morgan's also going to keep it interesting because... You're welcome! (laughs) I could go on about this for forever. Uh, So, would you like to know what we're talking about today? Yeah! Science! So, Science you watch Riverdale. R- yeah. Riverdale. Riverdale. <laughs> I mean, it has Cole Sprouse. Of course I watch it. <laughs> um, Riverdale. You watch it. Yes. Correct. Okay. I cannot miss Cole Sprouse. I feel that. And Mad- Madeline Hetch. Bless. Wrong. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I like her hair. Anyways, continue. Are you up to date on season three? No. Well... You can spoil it. I don't care. Spoiler alert, friends. Uh, in season three. Wait, is this like a core part of the story? Not in any way, shape, or form. Okay, cool. I, I was just going to say, do know. I need to put like an official spoiler alert on this episode? Like, I mean, I'll, I'll spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you have not watched season three and you give a slight fuck, then just stop listening. Um, I give zero fucks. Yeah. So. So in season three. There's this huge reveal that ended up not being super relevant, where Betty's Sounds mom- like Riverdale. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, Something really dramatic happened, and then it provided it doesn't nothing to the storyline. Yeah. <laughs> so Betty's mom tells her that she has the serial killer gene. I hate it already. Dun, dun, dun. I really just want her to kill everybody, though, so I guess I'm okay with it. That's fair. Um- so what she specifically tells her is that she's got this MA, um, MAOA gene and a CDH13. I actually have not a single clue what CDH13 is. And I tried I've to ask around work. Um, for those that don't know, I work in a, a lab that's studying the neurobiology of emotions. And nobody at work that I asked had any idea what this like CDH13 thing was. So... I'm going to decide that it's irrelevant and that Riverdale was just trying to sound fancy. You know, honestly, that uh, (laughs) that sounds right. But what they did get right was this MAOA gene. Uh, And for those who don't know, which is probably literally everybody, I'm so sorry. Uh, Oh, I'm really sorry for that, too. That hurt. Um, So the MAOA gene provides... I guess, like, instructions is the way I'm going to phrase that, uh, for making an enzyme called monoamine oxidase A. Uh, and this enzyme is a part of, like, the family of enzymes that break down molecules called monoamines, okay. part of the name, uh, through oxidation, which is just a chemical reaction. 
Okay. Um, and I had, like, made this whole blurb about neurotransmitters, but I'm not going to get into neurotrans. This is the whole thing about neurotransmitters. Um, I mean, it, it <laughs> yeah, might whatever. help. Get Let's it. science it. Um, so, among the monoamines broken down by this gene are chemicals that act as neurotransmitters, um, which it, it's like a, think of it as like a train station. Like it just, it transfers signals between nerve cells in the brain. Yeah. Neurotransmitters are the trains. Yeah. Um, and the neurotransmitters are broken down when signaling is no longer needed. So specifically, uh, this monoamine oxidized A is involved in the breakdown of the neurotransmitters for serotonin, epinephrine, noro, um, norepinephrine, and dopamine. So basically, all of your happy emotions. Yeah, I was like, gonna say all the reward. All pathways. of your happy chemicals are what this gene affects. Okay. Um. So like, it's it's your mood, it's your emotion, it's your sleep. Like it's it kind of plays a big part. Yeah. It's, um. I, similar things happen with schizophrenia. I, I know mostly dopamine, and same with like Parkinson's. Right. Um, so epinephrine and norepinephrine control the body's response to stress. Right. Uh, dopamine transmits signals with the brain to produce, like, smooth physical movements. Right. Um. Hence Parkinson's when it. Yes. Gets wrong. Yeah. Exactly. Um. And the, I'm just going to start calling it MAOA from now on, because saying monoamine oxidized A is Mawa. <laughs> Mawa. I usually call it that every time. <laughs> um, so MAOA helps break down monoamines found in the diet. Uh, so it seems particularly important in the breakdown of excess uh, tyramine, which is found in cheese. So Yay, cheese gene. <laughs> Breaking down the cheese gene. Breaking down the there's, cheese gene. There's gene. been studies that, like, cheese is literally addictive. Because, like, it makes us feel happy. Like, cheese makes us feel happy. Unless you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> it doesn't. And then you're It doesn't happy. make me happy. <laughs> okay. I'm... Okay, so let me make sure I'm with you so far. Okay, yeah. Sorry. I Neurotransmitters know just... are trains. Yes. They're running out of a train station. Yes. This is one of those trains. Yes. It's responsible for breaking down parts of your diet, yes. uh, specifically cheese. Uh, well, specifically tyramine, which is mostly what? found in cheese. Okay. Yeah. Both of you so far. Basically, this, this helps break down those chemicals that are good for your, like, happy emotions. Right. So, uh, in the MAOA gene... There is a mutation that can cause a deficiency. Um, and this is where Riverdale got it mildly right, but also mildly wrong. Like, they weren't Sounds incorrect, right. but they could have been more right. Um, so this condition mainly affects males almost exclusively. So already kind of in the wrong. <laughs> so they already, like, fucked up because they attributed it to a female character and none of the research supports that. Or supports that that's like this would really a thing. be a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's it's characterized by mild intellectual disability and behavioral problems, including aggressive and violent outbursts. Well, I can English. 
Right. Not enough happy makes you unhappy. Yeah. So, uh, when the MAOA gene mutates, it reduces the, um, the monoamine oxidized A activity, which causes serotonin and other neurotransmitters to build up in the brain. So they don't uptake. Yes. Essentially. Uh, so, yeah. It, it's not destroying them. So yeah. they're just sitting there. Unused. They're just chilling out. I'm trying so hard to, like, not... No, that's why I'm just here, just, just <laughs> very briefly I breaking it down. I you for keeping me in check. Yeah, because, I mean, most people probably don't know, but, like, um, it, like, one of the things with, like, schizophrenia specifically, I believe, as well, but, like, several of them, is it's not, like, say with, like, depression or something, like, it's not that you don't have the happy. Sometimes it can be the problem is you have too much happy, and it, like, there's no place for it to go. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not enough receptors for all of the happy. <laughs> it's like if you had a thousand letters but one mailbox. Yeah. Like, you're only gonna get it's... one letter in at a time. You, you can never put shove all of the thousand letters in at one point. Yeah. So now you got a fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, researchers are unclear on how this buildup leads to the signs and symptoms of the deficiency, um, but there's speculation that an excess of certain neurotransmitters, particularly serotonin and norepinephrine, um, can impair in a individual. Tricky bastards. <laughs> can impair an individual's ability to control his impulses, leading to aggressive outbursts. Right, which makes um, sense. It, it makes, it, I promise, it makes sense. It does. <laughs> it, if you look it up, it makes sense. Um, and it, if it happens early enough in life, it can also affect the development of certain regions of the brain, which could also contribute to this intellectual disability and behavioral problems. Right, because you're not correctly forming pathways in the way exactly. that you should. Um, and researchers suspect that the buildup of tyramine, which again was that enzyme that's found primarily in cheese, uh, can contribute to the problems associated with the condition, which is why, which may be why foods that are high in that molecule can worsen the symptoms. So if you are- So you got no more cheeseburgers, no more quesadillas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's, there hasn't been a ton of research to support this, but basically what I was saying is that if you have this mutation and your MAOA is- dysfunctioning right like you and can't you handle it cheese, properly instead of making you happy like cheese normally makes people it's gonna make you like aggressive <laughs> that's so fast so like i mean so if you have this gene and you're lactose intolerant you're like fucked you're fine because <laughs> you'd never eat cheese yeah well i mean it, okay no one i know who's lactose intolerant is ever i was not gonna say eating. every lactose intolerant <laughs> intolerant person i know is super metal about it and is like i'm gonna eat it anyway that's literally because I'm like allergic to eggs, and I'll be like, if someone has eggs, I'm like, oh no 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 no, can't can't eat the eggs. But the minute they're like, aren't you also allergic to cheese? You're like, I mean yeah, but like I can have three quesadillas. I just can't have that one piece of egg. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So like I said, this gene codes for the enzyme monoamine oxidized A. Um. Mawa. Mawa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there was earlier <laughs> studies that found that mice with MAOA knockouts were more aggressive than their, um, controlled counterparts. So. So those are the ones that they manufactured and not be able to use the right. MAOA gene so, properly, right? 
in biomedical research and a big reason why we use rats and mice is that we can make these models where we can <coughs> control the genetics. Right. Like so like we can have them. like transgenics. Um we can breed to have an anxiety phenotype or a depression phenotype. Right. So then you can then cater drugs yeah. or whatever to see how it affects them. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's actually really cool what we can kind of do as far as like breeding and genetics go, but that's a topic for another day. <laughs> yeah, I um, always just remember I never worked with mice, but I just remember I used to work in a biochemistry store and like I remember my coworker would come in. Like you'd always see you could tell the days that they like had to put down their lab Ugh, rats I, like where they had to like clear sucks. out and get like new yeah because everyone would come in sad and you're like yeah is it mouse day do you need a cookie <laughs> dear Peta, despite all of your propaganda we're not heartless assholes in biomedical research like it sucks like we don't like having oh, to yeah. euthanize every, yeah, things every all the time but... was, like heartbroken like they would yeah. literally sob every time or like I remember my coworker like worked in a lab where she regularly worked with mice, and even like if one of the mice just like, you know, just passed away like normally, like it was heartbreaking. It sucks. I had to um, I've been having to talk with one of our undergrads because she, like, is kind of new to everything, and she like asked me how I deal with it, and I'm like, you just kind of emotionally detach yourself from the situation, and then. Well, and I feel like a lot of it, Go too, home and is drink like, wine about it. <laughs> right, and I feel like a lot of it, too, at least, like, with that is, like, you know that, like, it's happening for a reason. Like, yeah. there is a greater good that this is happening for, and I feel like it's easier to, like, remind yourself, like, mm-hmm. this is what we're here for. Yeah. We're gonna... <laughs> sidebar, since you brought that up. Um, dear all of the people who try to find alternatives to using animals in biomedical research, stop. Um, you, first of all, we're not gonna play judge and jury of who gets to be scientifically tested on. Like, I love when people try to come at me and be like, oh, well, why don't we just use prisoners for research? I'm not gonna play God on who has done something terrible enough for me to do scientific research on them. Also, with how many people get wrongfully convicted and also... I'm sorry. Uh, no matter how bad of things that you do, like, and obviously some things are unforgivable, uh, it doesn't mean you're not still a person. Right. And, like, there's just too many sketchy ethics to that. Well, and all of that aside, you can't... There's Humans have too many variables. With the way that we do research, we can Literally eliminate control most variables and have a control over every single bit of the environment. Humans, we can't do that with. Plus, you're not going to get a really solid control group if you use this whole prison method. Right. Because, like, okay, let's say you're trying to do a study on a new drug for morning sickness in pregnant women. Right. How many pregnant women are in prison that have done something terrible enough for you to justify them taking a random drug? Well, not to mention, like, people in prisons, like, they come from all over. They come from different states, different places. Like, they're not... A uniform population yeah. by any means. Also, side note, conspiracy theory. Oh no. <laughs> I think this is my conspiracy theory. Uh, it's like more of a future prediction than a conspiracy theory, but this is okay. what I think is going to happen. 
Because now, like, you know, with, like, stem cell research, how they can literally, like, manufacture whole organs from nothing. Yeah. I have a feeling that we're going to, I mean, obviously, we've already created whole organs that function just fine. And I think they've actually literally, like, transplanted them. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that they're going to get to the point where they can, like, manufacture complete people that way. Because in that sense, you could also exactly, like, modify their genetics like you do with lab mice to say, like, this is, we gave it this disease. I have a feeling that's going to be, like, a big ethical thing later on. But, like, oh, can we cre- can we create humans that we use just for test subjects? Because they are something we created in a lab. Or do they still yeah. have the same rights as yeah. you and me? That gets into a really big, like, ethical debate. And then just because you can doesn't mean you should. And Yeah, yeah. that's always a thing. We got super off topic. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I said, those those mice with that knockout um, were more aggressive than their counterparts. Um, There was also a Dutch family with repeated incidents of violent criminal behavior among the males across several generations. Okay. Um, And they found that they did have this abnormality in the MAOA. So, like, they... Coincidences lined up pretty well. Yeah. Um... (laughs) So, the more recent study, and I <laughs> love this so much, and, okay, by recent, I mean 2008 was when this study happened. Um, so decently recent. Yeah. Uh, a lab conducted a study with 78 males that were split into two groups, um, MAOAH, which just meant it was a high activity gene, right. and then MAOAH, <laughs> words are hard, M-A-O-A-L, which meant it was low activity. Right. Um, and then they use this thing. Are you ready? I'm ready. Called the hot sauce paradigm. Ooh, I'm into it. <laughs> you don't even know what it is and you're already here for it. It's called hot sauce. <laughs> That's amazing. So the hot sauce paradigm is a behavioral test where subjects have the opportunity to administer unpleasantly hot sauce to an opponent um, who is known to not like the taste. So it's... um. Oh, shit. Why am I blinking on names? It's uh, the Shockey Milgram. The Milgram experiment. Kind of. Similar. If you don't know what that is, really brief explanation. It's really interesting. You should look it up. Um, Essentially, two people, opposite sides of, like, a room. They're each in separate rooms. And one of them is told, like, you have to shock the other person. No matter what they say, you have to administer, like, whatever I tell you to do. Mm -hmm. Um... And they have, like, a little dial that, like, goes all the way up. So they start in the lowest. They shock the person. Plot twist. There's not actually another person in the other room. They're not actually shocking anybody. But they would play a recording. And the person, like, it would hurt them. And it would hurt them. And they got to a certain point. The person would, like, start screaming for help. Yeah. uh, Saying that they were, like, they thought they were going to die. And they would just, like, basically, like, every person would just keep shocking them to the point where, like, the, the recording just went utterly silent. Like, it effectively, like, they, like, killed the person. And basically every single person went that far. Like, yeah. no one backed out of this study just because they were told to keep pressing the button. Yeah, it was, it's a really fascinating study. Definitely look it up if you haven't looked into that before. Um, so the, the hot sauce paradigm is pretty similar. Um, it There's not actual... A, there's not an actual person that's having to, you know, eat hot sauce. Right. It's just, you know, same deal with that. Um, how much hot sauce the subject administered constituted the behavioral measure of their aggression. Um, so this experiment comprised of four rounds. 
and in each round, subjects had a portion of their earnings uh, from a vocabulary task stripped away by an anonymous, unknown-to-them person. Uh, subjects were then given the opportunity to punish this player through the forced administration of hot sauce. Um, so there was motivation for yes. them to do it. Yep. Okay. So they were prompted. Um, and they, this also broke down into a 50-50, where you either had 80% of your turnings taken away from you, or only 20%. And then, so you'd be more likely to... Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um... The procedure was repeated for three subsequent rounds with a new partner each time. Part, partner, quotation. Fake partner. Yeah. Um, subjects were told that in each round they would have a new supply of hot sauce that they could... They, I could... <sighs> that they could either administer to their partner or trade in for money. So they kind of have a motivation to do both. Yeah. Like, well, they have more of a motivation to not do it because they'll get money... But they had the motivation to be aggressive towards the other person. Exactly. they took some of their money. So it's that retribution versus... Like, are you going to walk away and just take your money and be like, oh, whatever? Yeah. Or are you or... going to enact your revenge, essentially? Exactly. Um, so the results were actually pretty interesting. Um, despite the MAOA function, those who had 80% taken away were more likely to be aggressive versus those who only had 20% taken away. However... There is a difference between the MAOAH and MAOAL, and if you'll remember, that that means high-functioning and low-functioning. Um, in the study, the MAOAL males showed higher levels of aggression when 80% of their earnings were taken versus the high-functioning males with that so, same percentage. For clarification, yeah. MAOHL obviously means low, but that mm -hmm. means that they won't be able to control their aggression? Correct. So the MAOAL... That means it's that low functioning There's gene. There's not enough to so take care of not the... doing the things. Okay, cool. That's what I thought. So high MAOH is just a normal person, essentially. Exactly. Low is aggressive. Yep. Okay. Just making sure I had that right. Um. So yeah, they it did show that the the low functioning males showed higher levels of aggression when eighty percent of their earnings were taken. And I'll remind you that this was measured by how much hot sauce that they administered. So, to be fair, though, I feel like if I had 80% of my winnings taken and I thought it was, like, real, because I feel like whatever money you get back from, like, turning in the hot sauce will probably not make up what you lost with the 80%, oh, but yeah, it would no. with the 20%. So, yeah. like, at that point, you're like, hey, I lost a little money, but, like, I'll turn it in, I'll get more back. Where, mm -hmm. like, 80%, it's like, well, I'm not gonna fucking make that money. Like, fuck this dude. Like, I'd rather <laughs> just punish him rather than get a little bit of money back. Yeah. Well, and, th and that's how the paradigm is set up, is to invoke that reaction. Gotcha. Um, so the study went on to conclude that even if you ignore the amount taken, the MAOAL types had higher levels of aggression. I really want to get my MAOA tested now. But you're not a male. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot <laughs> about that already. <laughs> Remember that this, according to the research that's been done, it exclusively affects males. Well, I'm going to guess I don't have it then. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually circle back to that because I have a little section that's like, what does all of this mean? Right. Um, which, like I said in the beginning, is that River Riverdale got this partially right, where a low-functioning MAOA does contribute to being more aggressive. They just gave it to a girl. But they could have been more right by attributing it to a male character. Gotcha. But because they attributed it to a female character, 
this big reveal means literally nothing for Betty. And it's from a scientific standpoint. And from a actual standpoint because they never really did anything with it it was like this huge thing where you like they were like oh you have the serial killer gene and they never did anything with yeah, it yeah well they started to set her up as kind of like obviously i haven't watched season three so i don't know everything but i know in the end of season two they were kind of or like throughout season two they were kind of setting her up as like a dark character yeah. which was just like a whole mess of weird anyway so i'm kind of hoping that that yeah i mean stops a little bit honestly season three was super weird but i digress i've heard that it gets bizarre I really, like, I think Riverdale, like, the first season was, like, just good. Like, yeah. It was just a good story. And then I got season two, and I think at this point that they're literally just, like, seeing how weird they can get with it, and, like, people just keep... Yeah. Like, just how weird can we get before people stop watching? So, literally all <laughs> of season three, like, revolves <laughs> around this game that's, like, dungeon Dungeons and Dragons, but they call it Griffins and Gargoyles. I hate that. Yeah, but it, it was weird. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, like I said, this big reveal means literally nothing for her. Um, and this also does not mean that every male with a low functioning MAOA is a serial killer. Um, because like this this gene actually is referred to as like the warrior gene. So like they've acknowledged that you know you you tend to be more aggressive, more impulsive. Right. Um. It's one of those things where you kind of think of it in the terms of, like, religion, where not every Christian is a Catholic, but every Catholic is a Christian. That makes sense. Where not everybody, or not every male with a low-functioning MAOA is a serial killer, but you could probably find that most serial killers have a low-functioning MAOA. That makes sense. It's kind of like that whole, like... Like... Just because you had a bad childhood doesn't mean you're going to be a serial killer. But basically right. every serial killer has had a bad childhood. Yeah. It's just that, like, how what you do with it. Yeah. In, in psychology, <laughs> uh, we call that a risk factor. Because everybody has what you call risk factors and protective factors, which are pretty much exactly like they say. Like, every mm-hmm. bad thing that happens to you is, like... There's actually, like, ways you can, like, literally look it up, like, um, when you're, like, a, say, like, a social worker or something, they give you, like, a big sheet, and, like, they literally have, like, points values for, like, how bad things are, and you, like, add them up, and that's, like, how much you're, like, so, like, oh my God. molested as a child would be, like, say, three points or something, and yeah. then, like, got into a car accident would be one or something. And then they also have what they call protective factors, so say, like, if you had a good childhood, or, like, oh, you had a bad dad, but your mom was super great, so you'd have, like, a risk factor and a protective factor. It's super interesting. Huh. But it's essentially the same concept. Yeah. It's, like, finding commonalities between right. people who suffer, like, the same types of things. Exactly. That's super interesting. Yeah. I'm, like, I really want to, I want to, like, watch season three now <laughs> just so I can, like, I don't know. I, like, was doing obsessive research over this. And I was trying so hard to keep this as a bitch bite and not Sierra sciencing for three hours because it very quickly could have turned into that. I think that's like the only reason I haven't filmed any of like the mini episodes where I just like rant about things. Yeah, because it's just like, I don't know how to just be like, this is what it is without ranting about it for like two hours. Without going on tangents. Yeah. No, I feel that in my soul. Yeah. So that was my little bitch bite. That was my sciencey bitch bite. That's super interesting. I really yeah. like that, actually. It I was really glad that I looked into it, because I, 
like you know me if something happens in a show and i'm like i don't know about that i'm gonna research it obsessively. oh yeah no, i do the same thing i literally cannot have a question like unanswered i blame my mother like we'll just be talking we'll be like oh what about this and like i have to look it up like right then i'm like oh, yeah. well i gotta know now I don't, it doesn't even matter but i need to know yeah no i feel I that i need i need to know so I hope you enjoyed this break from the super spooky, crazy nonsense palette that we've been talking cleanser. about. <laughs> A whole episode that was a palate cleanser. You're welcome. <laughs> I did no work. <laughs> I did nothing. I did nothing, but you're welcome. I don't have a a stay spooky, but not so spooky fill in the blank. Uh, if If you're a man... Stay spooky, but not so spooky that you have a low-functioning MAOA. Yeah, talk to your doctor. (laughs) Talk to your therapist. Get a therapist. Therapy, like, gets stigmatized, but everybody needs it. Go to therapy. Even therapists have therapists. They do. And there's a reason, because y'all are fucked up, and we have to fucking deal with it. So get a (laughs) fucking... Get a therapist. Oh my god. Uh, say spooky, but not so spooky that you don't have a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for that. All right, I can, I can do that. <laughs> uh, so you guys know the deal. Facebook is bitches and murders. YouTube podcast podcast. YouTube Podbean, Spotify, um, Apple, Spotify, Apple, all the same. Patreon. Literally everything is bitches and murders, with the exception of Twitter. All of the things. <laughs> Twitter is at and murders. Yeah, and then our email is bnmurders podcast at gmail.com. Email us. Do it. We literally have like no. E- I feel like everyone just DMs us. I know everybody just-, just like messages the Facebook page or the Instagram, which we totally appreciate. We love you guys. Oh no, so- I absolutely love oh, all of that's it. That's what we've been meaning to do. We've been meaning to read um the reviews that you awesome folks have left. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, this is a good one for that. Yeah. We'll keep it light and happy in this episode because, you know, we were just talking about Yeah, all the warm, fuzzy feelings. Um, And the cold, hard facts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, we have... uh, I'm so sorry to everybody whose name I'm going to butcher. But first, we have Jasmine Bransell. Yes, that's my okay. old co-worker. She's amazing. Uh, she says this podcast is awesome. 1010 would definitely recommend. Thank you, Jasmine. We, we love, love you. you. Uh, next, we have Kendra White, who said this podcast is amazing. Their content is detailed and well put together. Their banter is pretty funny as well. Would highly recommend. Thank you, Kendra. We love... Wait, that's the Kendra that's uh, a Patreon. Yes, it we is. We doubly love, love you. you. All of the love and hugs and kisses to you, Kendra. You're amazing. Uh, the ne- I feel so bad for not knowing how to pronounce this because this is your boyfriend, but uh, Zach Scatty? Scatty, okay. yeah. Uh, said that they really know how to do their research. 1010, they'll have you hooked immediately. Thanks, Zach. One of us loves you. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, Victoria Wegg, who is the real MVP. She's the one that designed our logo. It's amazing. Um, she's just absolutely amazing. We love her to death. 
She said, it's always exciting to hear about murders and cold cases, but it's even more exciting to have hosts that can dive deep into it. Talking about the science of it all just helps make this podcast so much better than just relaying the same story we all know. Fully recommend. Also, side note, (laughs) we love her for a lot of reasons. So many reasons. Um, But she also made us, like, the cutest bracelets, like, out of nowhere. Like, they're so cute. Like, she... Well, she designs lots of things. She designs logos, cups, jewelry. But she sent us, like, the cutest little, like, themed, like, bracelets, and they make me so happy. I love it. So she's just... We love you so much, Victoria. Yes. And what... It's uh, V-Dub's custom creation is her Facebook page. I think, if I remember right, to find it, you have to type in, like, the entire thing. Yeah. So it's, like, B-D-U-B-S, and then custom creations before it comes out. Uh, Check it out. We have one from your mom. From my mom. Uh, Terry, who says, highly recommend these two do their research. They go in depth with many little known details, then present their theories based on scientific facts. Plus, they are extremely entertaining to listen to. If you enjoy true crime stories, you have to check out this podcast. Thanks so much, Mama Bradford. Thank you, Mother Teresa. Oh, I have more. It's just loading. I have a lot. This got super backlogged because I'm a hella slacker and I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> I shoulder half the blame for that one. <laughs> uh, let me. I can't wait to someday when we can like set up a PO box. I want people to send us things. Oh my gosh, I would love that so much. That would be amazing, and I can't wait till we get to that day. That's when we really will start our YouTube channel. We can do our first YouTube channel. Can be an unboxing. People need to send us things. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm scrolling through all of my interactions with Morbid on Twitter, which, uh, if you guys are listening, I'm so sorry for all of the fangirling that's about to happen. <laughs> but it's a like, lot, but it's, it's deserved. I interact with Morbid on Twitter a lot. Like they like our stuff. And, like, they, they reply, and they follow us, and it's amazing, and, like, please collab with us. Okay, I've done fan feeling now. Yeah, and exciting news on that front as well, while you're waiting for that to load. We're not going to talk about it yet, obviously, because don't want to get over our heads before anything happens, but we have a possible collaboration oh, that's right. coming up in the future. Uh, I'm really excited to see where that goes. Yeah, so. I'm excited for I'm that I'm sorry one. for being vague, but vague is all you get, fam. Yep. Um, so this next one is Ashley Stigall. I'm so sorry, Ashley. I think I just Stigall. Yeah, I would say. Um, but she said, if you like murder podcasts, you have to check out Bitches and Murders is hosted by two boss bitches who know their stuff and go the extra mile to provide deeper information on the cases. Seriously, check them out. She also tweeted at us recently because I think she had like a 10 hour drive or something obnoxious like that. And <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ashley. That's horrible. Yeah. yeah, here it is. She was like, my entire 10 hour drive from Illinois to Kansas consisted of listening to two amazing podcasts about murder and true crimes. So she was listening to us in um, Crime Junk or uh, yeah, Crime Junkie podcast, which they're also amazing. Um, I actually have never listened to them. They're good. I've heard good things, though. And she was like, I've never been so invested in podcasts until these two. So thank you so much, Ashley, for all of the nice things you've said about us on Twitter. We see it and we appreciate the hell out of it. You are amazing. Yeah, we see all of it, whether or not we 
point all of it out. Like, we see yeah. it all. We see you guys. You know, if we miss somebody, we will we, we will come back. We, we will revisit. So yell at us. Okay. Yell at us if we forgot. Oh, yeah. We had um <laughs> Down the Rabbit Hole podcast. They messaged us. And we're like, how how am I just now hearing of you guys listening ASAP tomorrow? Um, oh, I think I missed that message, actually. This was on Instagram. And I responded, and I was like, oh, bless, like, let us know what you think. And, right. Um, <laughs> they, they messaged us back, like, the next day, and was like, I love listening to you two. Your last episode was amazing. And I'm like, oh, bless. I love you. Okay. Just so you know. Okay. I love you. We love all of you guys so much. <laughs> and not much. in the weird creepy stalker way, but in the totally normal, I <laughs> not, love you so much Not way. in a weird creepy stalker <laughs> way. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this one, too. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Okay. Um. Oh, I'm definitely going to butcher this. I'm so sorry. Juan Carlos Urquiza? Oh, I love it. Maybe. I tried. I gave it my best. Um... He said, um, he basically just said that he was like binge listening to us, said he was impressed with it, like loves it. He was already on episode four by the time he messaged me. Um, <laughs> go on, Carla. <laughs> um, like, I feel like with a name like that, you have to say both names, right? You can't, it just can't be I'm Juan. Sorry if you don't Juan like, Carlos. I don't, I'm sorry if you don't like that. Feels right. <laughs> um he loves that like we're our goal in life is to make each other uncomfortable he thinks it's hilarious that was um, my only goal <laughs> said that we seem very knowledgeable every about everything loves the fact that we can laugh about it and like have a sense of humor um said that like our vocals are on point and like was saying that like some podcasts kind of like put you to sleep because they're super monotone right but that is we have him like accurate. on the edge of his seat whenever we're talking. So I appreciate the hell out of that, Juan Carlos. And I have two two more. Two um, more. First, my old friend from high school, <laughs> Gabe Hitchcock. Way to go. Um super cool dude back in high school. He plays instruments like you wouldn't believe. Oh Lord. He like used to compose all of his own stuff like back in high school. It was crazy. Anyways. Um, I've had, like, a bunch of people from high school. He just is, like, the one I thought of at the top of my head that have mm-hmm. messaged me that, like, I haven't talked to in years, but are just like, hey, like, I checked out your podcast and it was amazing. Uh, so if you're one of those people, I love you very much. Gabe was just the last person to do it. Uh. <laughs> it was, like, the first person I thought of. And then I also had an old friend of mine who is interested in collabing, so that also may happen in the future. Um... My friend Aaron, he's actually a city council member in Lansing. So, super interesting. Uh, We could get slightly political. Not really. He's a very chill guy. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me. I do have a friend who's interested in collabing. Um, Shout out to Rizzo on the radio. That's dope. I think that's his Twitter. I think. I'm sorry, Rizzo, if I'm shouting you out incorrectly. (laughs) But um, That would be something I would do. (laughs) I... Actually met Rizzo through the Rat and Puff show, which used to be the morning show on ninety eight seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I met him through them, and he now hosts a morning show up in Traverse City. I think it's like one hundred six point three is their radio channel. Um, 
and they have like podcasts and recordings of their morning show. So you guys should definitely go check them out. Um, they're not as spooky as we are, but they're definitely as funny as we are. Maybe. But no, he, <laughs> he wants to collab too. And I think it would be so much fun to collab with him because like he is not ready for any of this. Ooh. All right. I got to save some. <laughs> oh, you are all not ready. Oh, man. Okay. It's my personal goal to make everyone uncomfortable. Everybody. Now. It is gone beyond this year. <laughs> Y'all are all ready to be uncomfortable. <laughs> so, yeah. I think those were... That's all the things. All of the reviews. If we missed you, I'm so sorry. Please know that we see you and we love the fuck out of you. And like I said, yell at us. Yeah. Just be like, hey, bitch. Just add us. You didn't say. And be like, hey, you missed me. And then we'll shout you out on the next episode. Yeah. And then you can be just as cool as all these people we just mentioned. You'll be even cooler because you'll get a special shout out. You'll be special. (laughs) Everyone's special. That's how that works, right? (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Stay spooky. Thank <laughs> you.